Welcome to this week's edition of Hockey Unfiltered, the podcast with Ken Campbell. I am the sidekick. I am Dylan Waugh. I am the Scooby-Doo to Ken's Shaggy, mostly because Ken brings me coffee or Dylan treats. Today we're going to be talking about the Tarasenko trade. What is going on with the Coyotes and Jacob Chikrin? And is this a market cray-cray for D-Men? Does 1 p.m. work for you? Oh, sorry. I wasn't supposed to read that part of the text. <laughs> I, I came up with that bit when you were on your way here. I thought that's it was not, a good one. That's not bad. Yeah, It's good, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not bad. Let me ask you. Uh, have you been to the AGO this week? Uh, I go. I, I try to go a couple of times a week. Yeah. And, um, do you actually? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I haven't been there in about 10 years. I go <laughs> there when convincing. my, I go there when my wife drags me there. Okay. She goes all the time because she's an artsy fartsy. Yeah. So she likes that stuff. My brother's old band was called the artsy fartsy. No ones. It's not bad. It's a good name. Eh? It's not bad at all. Yeah. yeah. It was a folk um, duo. And so, uh, yeah, no, haven't been there for a while. You should go. Well, okay. They've got let, an exhibit that okay, I think you'd really all, like. I think, I think you have to, you have to acknowledge that our, our, Whatever audience we have, the tens of people who listen to this, they're not all from Toronto and they don't know they're what actually AGO mostly American. stands. They don't know what AGO stands for. So for them, it's like a go. <laughs> so it's the okay. Art Gallery of Ontario. Yeah. Actually, most of our audience which is I American. Wouldn't, which I wouldn't be caught dead in because it's, it's fucking art. Like, well, they've got, a, they've got a, like, an cares? exhibit right it's now art. that you'd love. I'm a hockey guy. Like, I'm a, I'm a hockey guy. I just, like... I don't want to go look at You're art. not letting me get to the fact that they have a Leonard Cohen exhibit. Art. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> this whole thing oh, was me trying to get genius. you. That this musical whole, genius? Yeah. Leonard this whole Cohen? thing was me trying to get you yeah. revved about Leonard Cohen. <laughs> and instead I got you revved about just hating art in general. So <laughs> I don't hate art in general. That was an act. But the Leonard Cohen part I can get revved up about. <laughs> oh, I'm a, I wear a fedora. Therefore, I'm a friggin' genius. It's closing it's in time. time. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they say it happened just like this. As I cry, a hungry kiss. <laughs> Best thing about Leonard Cohen, I'm not a big Leonard Cohen fan. Both my parents were. Mm-hmm. So I was subject to him a lot uh, growing up. But the best thing about Leonard Cohen is, uh, admittedly, the mural to him in Montreal is fabulous. Yeah. When you look down whatever that street is. Hallelujah is the worst, most overrated, horrible song ever. ever. I know you hate it's it. It's the most hackneyed song ever. And I like just shoot the damn thing into the sun. Like seriously. <laughs> okay, it's so I've been so waiting to make awful. you feel as bad as possible about this. Hallelujah. Yeah, what? I mean, they played to- it at my father's funeral or something. What? Like, yes, is that what you're going to say? Actually, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. I sang it at my father's funeral. <laughs> Why am I laughing about your father's funeral? Why am I laughing about your father's funeral? He was five years younger than you when he died. This is no laughing matter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So when you sang it, was there anybody in the crowd that went, uh, like not a dry eye in the house. Well, see, I would have been like, you never knew my dad. Yeah, I know. But I would have been like, like if that was now and you were doing that, I would have been like, Shut up, Dylan. Like, come on. Really? Did you ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Because that is such a Larry a David bit. thing. A That's such bit. a Larry David thing. Like one of their you daughters, one of the daughters is singing. Yeah. Well, it was one of his favorite tunes. Was it? Yeah. 
And then, and then I got typecast in almost every family funeral that has happened since then. Oh, I've really? That song at it. See, that's where I am. I gotta do. I gotta be the MC at everybody's wedding and everybody's birthday party. I gotta do a speech. I'm the guy who does. I'm the speech guy. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's it's good. Well, no, it can be a. It, there can be some pressure associated with that. I did a speech at my brother's wedding. Ex- everybody expects you to like be great, and most of the time I am, so it's good. <laughs> I did a speech at my brother's wedding, and it was mostly making fun of his his wife. Yeah, his bride, and uh, there was an issue with the cake, and she immediately left the room. So it just came out across like total sour grapes. Oh, me wow. just making fun of her behind her back. <laughs> and I was like. Whoops. <laughs> like we've got a relationship that we make fun of each other. So like it would have okay. been okay. fine. Yeah. But if she was there guffawing in the audience, but it just seems like she walks away and I'm like, look at this horrible person kind of thing. Anyways. Wow. Uh, we got two reviews last week. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Somebody actually, somebody emailed me and said, I can't leave a review. I'm trying to, and I can't. And oh, I, what did they say? I don't know. I'll tell you later. I, I said, I'll talk to Dylan about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So the first one, this is great. Great insight, fresh takes, insightful and interesting banter. Dylan does the heavy lifting and Campbell finishes. What a bunch of bullshit that is. You do that. It it absolutely is. That is is just like, that is so not true. Can I just say that? Like, I'll, I'll just, I'll just throw it out there. Your memory is astounding. Like your ability to remember just like minutia details, I'll be like, oh well, what was that around three point five? You're like two point eight, yeah. two two point eight yeah, yeah, two, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. What's so hard? Or names? Like yeah. it's like you'll be like, uh, yeah, uh, Barry Trotz, and I'm like, no, it's Jim Montgomery. Yeah, well, yeah, or whatever the, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's it, the guy that I have buddy buddy that's like that? He's like, who's the guy that scores all the goals for Toronto? <laughs> uh, you know, Austin Matthews. Yeah, him. Okay. Uh, then he says, P.S. Haggard's the greatest country and Western lyricist of all time. Okay. I, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I, I can hear that, but I, 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 I know, I know I don't care about it. Okay. Well, I would say. I don't know anything about it. I, I would say, uh. Isn't the greatest country lyricist of all time Willie Nelson? Like, isn't that. Like, I was going to say it's, it's, uh, uh, Hank Williams. Okay. A lot of a lot of songs that we know are Hank Williams covers that But what about like what about Billy Ray Cyrus though? <laughs> what rhymes with achy? I got it. <laughs> Breaky. Like, You'll go down in history, I my think, friend. I think you got I think you got to have him in there for sure. For sure. All yeah. right, here's here's the next one. What? Keep your finger on the fast forward button. You ready? You're going to love this. He said this? Yeah, this is the name okay. of the review. Okay, so... Two stars. Ken out of, is... Out of how many? Five. Okay. Ken is great. I listen to this for him. However, there are far too many stories about himself by the other guy. I think that that's me. I could be wrong. Yeah. I hear enough grand tales from former junior goalies in beer league. It's not what I'm looking for on a podcast about the league. So, Dylan, like maybe you should have a little self-reflection here. I've got three comments about that. One, no, two, no, and three, did you hear about the time I did this? Like, oh, yeah. It does. Well, it reminds me of a time that I was in beer league. No. Oh, my God. No, firstly, this what? isn't a podcast about the NHL. It's not? No. But it's also not a podcast about failed beer league goalies. Well, secondly, I'm not a junior beer goalie turned beer league. I'm a beer league goalie turned failed 
failed whatever problem. yeah right. okay well okay. but i'm just saying that i've got pro experience okay I think that that's fair to yeah. say yeah. yeah so it's not i'm not t- i don't tell beer league stories here although we no. did talk about maybe it'd be funny to tell some good beer league stories yeah anyways thirdly uh i really really disagree with the first line ken is great no caveat to that not a ken is great but no Wow. Oh, Ken has Ken's, a great Ken has a great butt too. Butt. I've been working on it. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there's our there's our two reviews. Yeah, for uh, us. Yeah, we got a bring five more, star bring and a two star. Bring on more. Bring on more reviews. We got a five and whoever star is and a listening to uh, who's ever the fast forward guy, I'll just I'll just say if Dylan's going to start talking, I'll just say hit fast forward for like. Depending on the story, it could be thirty seconds. You know, it could be why 10 minutes. use your outside voice? Your inside voice outside. We all know to fast forward when I'm talking. You didn't have to say it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring nothing to the table. But also, uh, yeah, the whole uh, behind the scenes. Truthfully, Ken does a lot of the heavy lifting. It's uh, Ken. Ken knows his hockey. Put it that way. Uh, shall we get to our actual topics du jour? I don't know. I don't really feel comfortable talking about them. No, I don't really know much about them. Okay, so oh, wait I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do all of the heavy lifting around them, and then okay. you can just come in with your little zinger at the end, okay. and, and finish it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Tarasenko was traded. He was definitely. Oh, you knew that. You heard about I did, that. I did hear about okay, that. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what you feel about the Tarasenko trade. Well, I feel like uh, I feel like it's it's basically. Tarasenko for a first round pick. Everybody else cancels each other out. Sammy yeah. Blay and yeah. and Hunter Skinner and all Two these other guys. BC level yeah, prospects. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's Tarasenko for a first round pick, which I think is a good trade for both sides. I think I think this is a really good trade for both sides. I, I mean, you know, the fact that Tarasenko was deeply, deeply discontented in St. Louis. What was that? That was just my computer. Okay. And and made no um, secret of the fact that he wanted out. Um, I think, you know, Doug Armstrong probably got as good a return as he was going to get. And I think Tarasenko in New York is a really good fit. I mean, obviously, it's been a good fit so far. He scored in his first game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they've won five in a row. And he's been part of two of the wins or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like the thing about Tarasenko is, and, and what I admire about the guy actually is he never, like last year, he put in that trade request last year and like he was amazing last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and he did not shortchange anybody. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he played hard. He played hard in that Stanley Cup that Stanley cup run that they had in 2019. Like he's a guy who plays hard and when he can play is going to give you everything he has. Yeah. And I think that's really all you can ask. And, you know, to put him right in your top six, like a guy like that, I mean, he's not a, I don't think he's a 30 goal scorer anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got 10 on the year so far. So yeah. I suggest that he's not. Yeah. I, but, but I mean, it's, there's been some, he's been hurt and there's been other stuff. Um, and, and so but that's part of it. Yeah, like your absolutely. health is part of absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. it's part of it. Yeah. yeah, um, so I don't like, I, I see. I always envision like New York gets this guy. They give up a first round pick. It's going to be either Dallas's or theirs. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be Dallas's because Dallas is going to finish higher than them, and so it'll be a or sorry, better than them. So it'll be a it'll be like the it's the worst the, of the, the two worst picks. of the yeah. two picks. So yeah. it'll be like twenty eight, twenty nine, whatever. Yeah, if Dallas wins a cup. It'll be thirty two. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, I feel like New York's like, yeah, we're good with that because he's the guy who's going to score the overtime goal in game seven against New Jersey that gets us out of the first round. But the fact that you, you know what I mean? Like two first round picks to play with like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've already got house money and then you can convince mm-hmm. another GM that the condition is you get the worst one. Yeah. I would have made it. Well, I, I okay. mean, obviously they want Did you have to- siblings? Uh, five of them. Okay. So you know this deal. If you get a pie or something like that. We never, we couldn't afford pie in our house. Come on. No, no, seriously. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh yeah. Well, so yeah. Yeah. So like I talked, touched on your little thing about singing that at your father's funeral and you've kind of hit a little sore spot with me. So we're even now. Thanks. Way to go. Thanks for bringing up those memories. I appreciate it, bud. Okay. So you're the best. Real nice. So if I cut. So you get a pie. Right? You what? I cut you. The cheese. No. What? Yeah. Uh, if if you get something, any I kind eat. of treat that you're that you're sharing with siblings, if I cut, you choose the slice. Okay. Right? And that's how you make it even with siblings. That's not how you make it even. I guess. That was yeah. always the rule. Yeah. If I cut, you choose. Right. Okay. Right? So, yeah. So that. What I'm saying see, is that if you're New very, York, very, you got to cut very, and that's choose. That's very communistic. <laughs> communistic. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What I'm saying is is that uh, see, uh, they managed to cut and choose. Yeah. The New York Rangers. They did. They, they got did. their pick. Yeah, they, yeah. they got their player. Yep. And they said. Uh, you get whatever scraps are left over kind mm-hmm. of thing. You mm-hmm. get that extra first round pick that would be very late and we don't really care about. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. To your point about Tarasenko, uh, he is at his peak performance. He's one of the better power forwards in the league. He is. And if we see Lafreniere and uh, Kako, round into form this playoffs like we saw them do last playoffs. And Heedle. We're still kind of waiting for that, eh? No, well, to, we are, for, but they to look do good it on, last a consistent, on a consistent basis. Correct. Yeah. But if we see them do that this playoffs like they did last playoffs and Heedle, the kid lines back together again or whatever they call it. And uh, they're going to have a lot of very big, very scary forwards to yep. deal with yep. for any team. And that doesn't even mention Jacob Truba. Right. Doing Jacob Truba things. Who, as I said, yeah, I've I've said this before. Yeah, if they play New Jersey in the first round, he's going to punch Jack, who's in the face in the fir- on the first shift. I I don't know that he's going to do that. Yeah, he is. The thing that I like about yeah, Truba is. is that he's been mostly clean. Yeah, he's going to run. He's going to run over like Jack Hughes, uh, Nico Heischer. Oh yeah, and uh, Jesper Bratt, and yeah. he's going to say, "Oh, hey, let's see if you have an answer for that." Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Dougie Hamilton's the answer because that's the he's guy. He's not. That he's not. I know, but he's such a. He's, not. he's so big. You just want him to be. He's not. Yeah, I, no, he'll, I, sc- he'll score the overtime goal to beat you, but I. That's not his mo at all. No, of course Actually, it's not his mo. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you always wonder. Yeah, with Ryan guys Graves. Like that. Ryan Graves, same thing. Like he's yeah. not that guy either. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, Siegenthaler. Like none of them are. Yeah. Like, they're big, but yeah. Yeah, but you just always wonder if there's if there's something that just snaps. In, in, in a guy like that. You I know don't what I mean? think so. No, I don't think so. There's nothing there to snap. I think, eh? I think it, he would have snapped already if he had, if it was going to happen. Yeah. Because, um, like he's had a lot of people say a lot of dumb things about him. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know, like with the museums and all that stuff. So, uh, God forbid you be smart in hockey and want to go to like the AGO or something. <laughs> 
Why would you do that? Never like, mind. I, if I did that, I'm sure people would think I was an idiot. And like, they think I was like not being a team guy. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know? Instead of going like out to dinner and say like maybe a strip club after. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, that's way the only more acceptable form of entertainment. Pr- pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tarasenko, before we just get off of this, 29 points, 38 games, 10 goals in that time. If he played a full season at that, that puts him at about 22 goals or so mm-hmm. for the for the season. So not yep. still not a 30 goal scorer, but yep. uh, he is he's got 44 hits on the year, which hits are kind of you know it's a stat. That it's a, whatever. It's a, it's a stupid stat. It's a stupid stat. It's a stupid but, stat. But for a guy that's had injury issues with his shoulders, what that suggests to me is that he's not afraid to mix it up physically again. No, no, no. He like the one thing you can say about. Vladimir Tarasenko is he's going to play hard. Okay, but he's going to play hard ago, all the all the time. Two years ago, he was he was timid. Yep, and that's why I say two years ago he's timid. Last year, like you said, he kind of brought it again, and then this year he's being injured, but bringing it when he's not. Yep, that's why I bring that up. Mm-hmm. It's just to say that statistically. He's showing that he's not afraid to mix it up physically. Right. And if you're the Rangers, that's a good thing. Look, they're a great. They're a great team that got better. And uh, uh, yeah, they're a pretty good team that got better. Shesterkin's yeah. kind of not quite peak last year, but starting to look more like the Shesterkin that we look know and love. I mean, he never looked bad this year, but he just wasn't, you know. Yeah. He just didn't follow it up very well. Anyways, um, how do you feel about them? You, you think that they're a second round exit team or? Well, right now they would play. They would play New Jersey in the first round, right? Yeah. And then they would probably play Carolina in the second round. Yeah. They didn't lose to Carolina last year. No. So they're a better team this yeah, year than they yeah, were they last are. year. Yeah, they are. They yeah. are. They're a bit of a wild card, those guys. Like not a wild card team. Yeah, but yeah. 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 Well, they lost a few key players. Mm-hmm. Cop. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And um they lost kind of some of their grit in the middle six. Right. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Hard to bet against them, but also hard to bet against Carolina. Boy, that's going to be a really fun playoff. That'll be a good uh, series. That division. would be a good series. I, and I'm not even sure they can get past New Jersey. Right. I, I think they will, because like I said, New Jersey's exhibit a in the team that they just need to, they, they like, I think they'll get smoked in the first round. Yeah. And, and it won't be pretty and it won't. And, a couple of their guys are going to learn some pretty tough lessons. Yeah. Especially, yeah, especially like the Rangers isn't a good matchup that, in that respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they'll scare New Jersey. I think they, oh, they will scare New Jersey. And I think it, I think they'll beat them. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, th- but New Jersey will learn from that. I mean, and New Jersey's number one shutdown defenseman. Be very, yeah. Uh, Marino. Yeah. Uh, it's not a big guy. Mm-mm. He does it with his smarts, but if yep. if if he starts getting hammered in the corners every single time that that puck goes yep. in there, yeah, like they, they might have, be able to, they like might they have be Barkley Goodrow for a reason. They have you know those guys for a reason. Even Chris Kreider's a really you know. Don't remind me what Chris Kreider because like like okay, so like he really drives the net hard. Like, have you ever noticed that that he like really like goes hard to the <laughs> I've net? I've never once seen that. I, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just. Did you one see Carey Price's revenge when he clotheslined Kreider coming around the net once? No, I don't know. I'll Did show he? you that. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so shall we move on? 
I guess so. Check out kencampbell.substack.com for this podcast directly into your inbox and Ken's great writing. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to leave a review. Only if it's a good one, though. Come on, person. But leave us reviews. Like, we definitely want reviews. We do want reviews. And even if they're good, like, even if you're, if you like only one of us, then say you only like one of us. Technically, that should be two and a half stars. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. It should be. (laughs) Um, I I think most people would. I think I've got, I think, I think my chances are good if people only like one person. I, I like my chances. Well, considering I'm that it's your sub stack and it's Hockey Unfiltered with Ken Campbell. Yeah. 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 And I don't blather on about stuff. Well, people just don't like pleasing baritone voices. Hello, I'm on the radio. <laughs> Coming to you soothingly through your AM dial. I don't know why I went with that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, let's move on. See, uh, case in point, right there. Okay. Right yeah, there. Uh, yeah. What, you don't like cringy sense of humor? No? Uh, well, I do because I hang around with you. Yeah, well, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, this has nothing apropos and nothing, but do you have Netflix? No. Okay, you got you to gotta watch Kunk on Earth. Okay, I've watched Kunk on Britain. Okay, well, it's... Kunk. I was actually going to show you Kunk on Britain. Kunk, I'm like, on this Earth, is- Kunk on Earth is just... It's ridiculous. It's like, very it's funny. It's so good. It's so funny. I, like, I stopped... Like, I usually watch Netflix while I work out. Yeah. And I stopped watching that while I was working out because I would just... I'd take it, like, I'd take a drink of water and she'd say something and then I'd spit take it. Like, it was insanely funny. I was actually going to send you Kunk on Britain. All the episodes are on on YouTube. Yeah. Full episodes. Kunk on Britain. And uh, it's so... It's so, so funny. She's like... oh, She's the best. And the academics, like, that are playing along with it. Amazing. Like they're, they're just unbelievable. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, so anyways. She, she did you, in Kunk on Britain, she finally got one of the academics to crack? She got one to crack on the on this Kunk okay. on Earth, too. She goes, would you say that this is a significant event or an important event if you had to pick one? <laughs> he goes, significant. So not important at all, eh? <laughs> well, no, it was important. So you wouldn't say significant? And it just went back and forth. And then just the guy just goes... Before it cuts scene. Really, really funny stuff. Yeah. She goes to the guy. She goes, what would you say is the better book? The Bible or the Koran? Or the, she goes, the Koran. And he says, the Koran. And she goes, okay, so that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's really uh, it's, good. It's, 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 oh, man, that yeah. is so good. She's really, really funny. Yeah. Okay, well, that was... Uh, <laughs> For those of you still listening, yep. yeah, don't forget to leave us a review of impersonating Philomena Kunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, she's fantastic. Yeah. I, I regret nothing. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Jacob Chickering. Hey, everybody. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot at to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more, and hockey, too. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. 
Best of all, DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Perfect. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. What's going on? What's going on? Call your buddy Superman Bill. Yeah. He's been quiet lately with, yeah. with inquirers. Oh, has he? Eh? Yeah. He's kind of gone into radio silence with me anyways. So, but, uh, well, considering that you're his number one scout. Yes, I am. <laughs> I, it's, it's funny because, um, I think everybody's talking about how he's, how he's put himself in a corner here and. He's not in the corner, and and he's and, and you know like he's pulling out of deals, and that's okay. I mean, to me, he still doesn't have to trade him, right? Just because Jacob Chikram wants to be traded doesn't mean that he has to trade him. Yeah, he's still got two years on a really good deal, like two more years after this year. Okay, so to me, yeah, I'm waiting for the deal that I want. You know, I mean, if people are going to ask for a first round pick. And two other assets for Gavrikov, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm going to want top dollar for Jacob Chikrin. Okay, so I, I want to walk you through an exercise, and, I, and I'm and I'm kind of curious if your answers will be the same as mine on this, okay? Mm-hmm. This is the Jacob Chikrin exercise. I will posit that I think that Jacob Chikrin is worth anything and everything that Bill Armstrong wants to ask. Right. Two first rounds and your number one prospect, pay it. Don't care. Pay it. Don't okay. care who you are. Okay. And here's why. Let me ask you. What would you, if Jacob Chicken was signed a contract last offseason, what would he be worth, give or take? Well, the season before, he would have been worth, like the year he came off of the, like, 18 goal No, like, let's say, let's say, hypothetically, okay, sure, let's say that one. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Let's say, hypothetically, he signs a well, contract a the more, same offseason as more than Seth 6. Jones. A lot more than 4.6. How much? Yeah, yeah. Eight? Yeah. yeah. Nine, maybe? yeah. 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 Seth Jones got eight. Mm-hmm. He might get nine. Yeah. Okay. So let's say he's 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 worth double what he's being paid now. Four point five million. Now let's uh, let me ask you. Peter Mrazek was being paid how much by the Toronto Maple Leafs? Four million dollars. Four million dollars. What did it cost the Toronto Maple Leafs to get four million dollars off of their books? First round pick. A first round yeah. pick. Yeah. Meaning that. <clears throat> if Jacob Chikrin is worth four and a half million dollars more than he's being paid right now. Yeah. Yeah. And well, he's it, not, but yeah. Okay. Well, he's, he is and he's, he is and he isn't, right? Market dictates, right? Right. But let's just, let's just say hypothetically, if buying four, four million dollars of cap space costs you a first round pick, that's the running, that's, that's the, that's the going rate. Then you, your first round pick has bought you the cap space you saved on Jacob Chikrin. Right. You haven't even okay. bought the player yet. Yep. Yep. That's why I say that he is worth whatever he's worth. Well, but the whole thing with this is... The cap whole space wi- is more well, valuable the whole than anything card in this league. Too is, is health. Is his health. Yeah, but that almost makes it better. Huh? Oh, what? You've not seen a playoff team use LTIR before? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. okay, I'm not saying it makes it better. But like, I don't, but I'm I just don't, saying like, that. I've, I've been told, like, some people s- s- seem to think that he's backed himself into a corner. And 
I don't. I don't think he. Can has. you say who you've been told that by, or at least like maybe not specifically who, but rather by other reporters, by scouts, no, no, by no, no. GMs? I don't. I don't. I don't listen to other. Like I don't. I don't consider other reporters credible sources. Okay, because I'm. But not you've one. been told by sources. Yeah, yeah. That they think yeah. that Bill Armstrong's yeah. backed himself into a corner. Yeah, yeah. Have they arm wrestled Bill Armstrong yet? No, they haven't, but they'd probably lose. Well, that man's a specimen. He's never backed into he a is. corner. He's most dangerous in he the lo- corner. He looks like he still can't play. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, look, I'm just saying, your first round pick, that's gone before you've even talked about the player. Right, right. And he's the best defenseman on the market right now. Right. Period. Well, I guess Eric Carlson. I guess. If the rumors are to be believed that he's that they're shopping him around. But that's got a price tag tied to it that uh, that's hefty. That's a fantasy hockey trade. That one could choke a donkey. Yeah, like could. honestly, it could. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Much more you want to say about Jacob Chikrin, or do you want to move on? Um, no, I just, I just think that there's no like, there's just no sense of urgency here. You know? No, there's not, not, not on the seller's part at all. No, at all. It's like you know. Okay, I'll trade him if I get the great if I get a a really good package, but I'm yeah. not I'm not giving up any I'm not I'm not backing down on anything here. Yeah. Cuz I still got him at 2 years at 4.6 million. Yeah. I mean, he has a no trade, but I I mean, I think he has to give 10 teams or something. But it doesn't matter. The guy wants out anyways. So. He wants out, he'll yeah. get out. Yeah. And and yeah, the, the 10 team no trade Basically, the only teams that are going to be on that are going to be like Chicago and like, you know. Oh, probably. I, I doubt if and, Chicago would be on that list. No, it'd be Winnipeg and and Toronto and Oh, you think Calgary it's Canadian and, teams, eh? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. mean, yeah. Well, okay. They can then. trade them anywhere now. They won't be able to trade them anywhere after this year. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and then the trading team, the team that gets him, can actually choose at that point not to honor the no trade. I believe there's like a uh, weird caveat yeah, where if you get yeah. traded before your no trade kicks in, then the other team can choose not to honor that no trade. Yeah. They, there's, some, there's, some, there's something with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but do you want to uh, broaden our field of focus to the uh, defense market, which you termed and I'm quoting cray, here. Cray. cray cray. It really is. It really is. It really is. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. Eric Carlson's having the year he's having, but can he possibly be worth that much? Were they saying three firsts? Three first round picks. Ah, come on. And prospects and like, and, and taking on that, you know, I mean, taking on that salary and everything like it just doesn't work. I mean, Ken Holland's big thing in Edmonton is, and which is why I don't think they're getting them. Right. Everybody talks about, I just don't think they're getting them. He talks about dollars in dollars out all the time. Yeah. He all that's his big mantra. Dollars in, dollars out. Yeah. I don't see how you can do dollars in, dollars out mm-hmm. with him. Unless, yeah. you know, you 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 know, you trade Yessi Puyarvi and Kyler Yamamoto and but that's not gonna get it done. Yeah. You know, they're gonna want they're gonna want an Evan Bouchard. They're gonna want a Philip Broberg. They're gonna yeah. want, you know, so and I just don't know that he's like he's better. Than Tyson Berry. He's better than Tyson Berry. We yeah. know that. Yeah. But is he that much better than Tyson Berry that it's worth that? You know what I mean? Like, and, and. That's always the question. 
And st- and you've still got all those years left on this deal. That's always the question. Is he that much better than Tyson Berry? Yeah. Yes. He's much, much better than Tyson Berry. Yep. But to the swallowing eleven million bucks better and and gutting yeah. the rest of your the rest of your roster in order to make that eleven million bucks. Well, work. they're not. They wouldn't be swallowing that much. No, they, no, yeah. They, yeah. they couldn't. Yeah, but they couldn't. Uh, I mean, the thing is, is that Tyson Berry likes to do a lot of the work himself. Mm-hmm. That is his preferred method of puck moving. Carlson can make smart passes a lot more than Tyson Berry can. Car- Carlson is a Hall of Famer right okay. now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Right now, if his career, yeah. if he that ankle went out on him and his career ended right now, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. I agree. Like easy. I agree. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I think you're right in the sense of like, is you know, in terms of the value. The my only thing is, is that like, if you're Edmonton, like, you got to do, do something. You, you, you got to do something on the back end. You absolutely have to. Yeah. You absolutely have to. Yeah. And the more that I think about it, the more I'm like, they've got to get somebody that moves that puck quickly up to Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl because there is a reason why those two are not scoring at their ridiculous rates at five versus five. Yeah. They're doing it on the power play. Yeah. And the only thing that I can think of is that they just, the puck is not being moved from the back end enough. Right. Um, Like I see that when I watch, when I watch them, but at the same time, that could just be my my own confirmation bias because I don't watch them enough to build its own bias yeah but i'm just saying like what's the disconnect here why aren't guys that are that good able to put the puck in at five versus five as much as their peers yeah and that's the only disconnect when, I can think when of. they have that kind of talent yeah well it's funny yeah. so I, a friend of mine a leafs fan when tyson berry's on the leafs he said uh he, he was like he's like the thing that pissed him off most about tyson berry was that he would always be taking these shots from the point right on the power play and he's like you've got Matthews and Tavares and Marner with you and you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm going to shoot it from the point. Yeah. Like who do you want shooting the puck on that line? And then he's right. like, now Tyson Berry goes to Edmonton where he now has McDavid and Trisile and the guy that you want shooting the puck is going to be Tyson Berry. No. Yeah. Right. right. He right. likes to do a lot of it himself and that's good. In certain situations, but I just I don't think that it meshes as well with uh, a team that has historically good players. Yeah. So that's why a Gavrikov is worth, you know, first round pick and a top prospect. Like, wow. Yeah. And and yeah, well, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, but he's he's also he's also got a great deal. That's part of it, too. Yeah. He's at what? Two point eight. Yeah. That's that's outstanding. Like that is a great cap hit. Yeah, but again, like you're talking about a guy that's like a bottom pairing defenseman, really. Ooh. On a cup contender team? Maybe. Yeah. 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 Trade him to a, a cup contender team? Where what where, where is he cracking the lineup on Colorado? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. They had like they had like uh Bo Byron on the bottom line Bo last Byron. year. And what did I say? Byron. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> <They> <laughs> You see there, there Ken is doing the heavy lifting again. Yeah, <laughs> Bo Byram on the on the bottom on the bottom pair, and that was with Sam Gerard injured. Right. So, anyways. Oh, actually, no, Gavrikov's Gavrikov. Yeah, I mean that. He's he's a he's a rental. He's a rental. Yeah. And so, like the 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 uh, the cap hit kind of 
offsets the fact that you've only got them for whatever amount of time, right? Which is the rest of this year, unless you can do a long-term deal with them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do you want to do a long-term deal with him? Like, no, you don't. You because don't. Yeah, yeah. you're not necessarily getting that cost certainty. And if yeah. the cost certainty is the only thing that's, that's you know, uh, mm-hmm. enticing about it, there's also... And I, I wanted to talk a little bit as well. Did you watch uh, the Montreal game last night? Hey, everybody. This time of year, everybody's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time pretty unrealistic. Take me, for example. I said I wasn't going to throw my racket in pickleball anymore. And I still do it. I've actually found that the smallest change to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yes, Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each, or a pair, and a spare, and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if, you'll, even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycons wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer a buy now, pay later option. Every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. PN. I did not. Montreal, I watched. Chicago. I watched part of it, but I was watching way more compelling games like Colorado. Well, I, I can't blame Colorado you for... and Tampa Bay, and yeah, I was watching games that mattered a little bit more than that one. <laughs> well, it was a snooze fest for the first period, but it actually picked up in the in the latter half of the second period and the third period, and turned into one of those games where it's like two bad teams can be really fun to watch. Two bad teams are the most fun to watch. Yeah. The um, worst, the, the, I've always maintained that the higher the level of skill, yeah. the, the, the worse the hockey is. Okay. Like so the, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like bad teams are great. They're so much fun to watch. So we're talking about the market right now and, and what are things worth on the market? And Montreal obviously is going to be a seller. So I wanted to talk about them just briefly. Okay. In the last 10 games, uh, Mike Hoffman has nine points. I know. <laughs> And that, that'll be something where, yeah, but two years left. One year after one this one. One year left after this one at, what, four? Four and a half or something. Yeah. 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 I, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. Josh Anderson has seven points in the last 10 games. He, he, he may be the most overrated player in the NHL. I think Don't he might think? be right. Yeah, he may be the most overrated player. He's in very the fun to watch. You you know what it is? He the things that are most fun to watch. Yeah. he does well. Right, right. But like, for a guy that big, he loses a lot of board battles. Like, there is just yeah. there is no excuse that if Josh Anderson and Brennan Gallagher are on a line together and and they look at each other and say who should engage in this board battle, it should not be Brendan Gallagher. Yeah. 
like yeah, when yeah. you really think about yeah, it. But yeah, no, yeah. Gallagher will win it. Anderson will not. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Gallagher's injured. He still mm-hmm. probably could win it compared to Anderson. <laughs> Evgeny Dadadov has seven points in his last ten games. Yeah, yeah. Dadadov, that's this is the second year that he's just kind of turned it right on around this time. Now, last time it was from the no trade. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he turned it on pretty good after that. Uh, Alex Belzil, who is actually an, a UFA, at the end of this has six points in his last eight games. Yeah, but he's 47. He's not 47. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's... He's, uh, he's like 30, isn't he? Yeah, he's a career tweener. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. if you're looking... if I'm, He's not going to cost a lot. He's going to cost like a oh six. Oh, my God. No one's going to trade for him. You don't think anyone's going to trade for him? No. No? No. Okay. No. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, no. I don't. Juan has so. five points in his last. Oh, come three on. Now games. now you're just now you're just being stupid. He's a UFA at the end of the year. Yeah. He's got five points in three games. Okay. It's you wouldn't consider trading for him? Not in a gazillion years. Not even if they said that we'll pay his whole salary and we'll give you like our net first round pick for the next 15 years. Wow. Okay, maybe then I would. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Brian Burke story. Isn't that the Brian Burke story where, where he said, like, what would it take to get your first overall pick? I forget who he was calling. And the guy said, nothing. You can't get it. He goes, he goes, don't tell me nothing. What if I gave you my first round pick for the next 15 years? Well, okay, maybe. How about 10 years? Uh, so there is a price. Yeah. 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 We just haven't established it. Yeah. yeah no, I, I would want. Like if I'm a if I'm a, a playoff team that is in a good place and you know is is productive and I would want nothing to do with no Jonathan Duran I'd want nothing to do with Mike Hoffman no thank you see you later we'll just try and get it done ourselves yeah no way you don't think that they're worth a late round flyer eh I, I don't. No? Yeah, no. Drew is a UFA at the end of the year. Yeah, so what? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh here's one. Christian Dvorak, five points in his last ten games. He's got one more year left at four point something. Yeah. Very reasonable salary. Would you take a flyer there? No, he doesn't. He has two more years left after this. Oh, year. sorry. Well, that's even better. No? I don't know. I mean, those salaries are like chicken feed now. Like they they're not considered very high, but like it's like what, like what does this guy do? What exactly does this guy do? Four point four five. What is it that you do around here? You're very that's, vanilla. That's what I want. That's what I want to say about guys like Christian Dvorak and and Josh Anderson. Yeah. Can, can you just sort of tell me exactly what it is that you do around here? Because I don't get it. I don't see you doing much of anything. Dvorak's a good player. Yeah, he's okay, but like. Bring it more than once a month. Like, you know what I mean? I, I do know what you mean. Like, you know what? You are you guys are in the Joel Armia camp right now. Like, it's like, do Armia's something. playing well in the last do couple something. of games, too. <laughs> Armia's playing well in the last couple of games, too. And he's big, which is always important in the playoffs. Yep. And he was on uh, Montreal's very good fourth line in the playoffs last time when they went to the Stanley Cup final with... Eric, Eric Stahl and yeah. Corey Perry. Yep. And there is a playoff team, pretty good playoff team, with Corey Perry on it that might be looking for a cheap rental. No? Okay. You don't you don't see that? What with with 
With Dvorak? He's not no, a rental. With, with uh, Armia. No, they should get Jonathan Drouin back. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be really Just good. Just to bench him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Yes. Um, is there nothing? I, I, I thought that it was a. I thought it was a pretty intriguing look with all these players heating up towards the trade deadline. Is there nothing on Montreal that intrigues you? If no, you're a contender, no, no, because it's to me, it's like it's like because I don't put any stock into it. I don't put any stock into it. Mm. Like Mike Hoffman is Mike. Ho- he is who he is. Yeah. He's not what he's doing right now. You know, yeah. I, I put I put th- those kinds of things in the same category as I put teams. I, I put absolutely zero stock into teams that go on a late season run after they're out of it. Yeah. I, 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 I put zero, like it's like, cause most of the time they come back the next year and they suck again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I just, you are what you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, Hey, God bless them if they can get something for these guys. But I, there are a bunch. There are several guys on that list that I wouldn't want anything to do with. Interesting. So, so, and not to get too deep here, because uh, of course we've got lots of time before trade deadline. But um, Ugh. if you if you were a contender, like who are you circling right now? Patrick Kane. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, guys like that. The guys that make a difference. Yeah, but and I you like know Patrick will make Kane, a difference. Kane like I would have been circling guys. on, I would have been circling in on Tarasenko. Yeah, you know, I mean, but but the fact of the matter is, Dylan, is that most of the time, it's like the Michael Hanzus for, 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 for a third for a third that no yeah. one even cares about at the trade deadline yeah. that ends up being the trade that 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 makes the biggest difference. It was Arturi Lekkinen you know? last year. Yeah, 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 and but I mean that was a fairly big trade. That was a, that was a pretty big one. Yeah, it was the second I think. Well, and Justin Barron. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's and right, yeah. who's who's actually who's another guy who's heating up for who them? scored oh my last God. night? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But to me, I mean Brian Burke has said it, and <laughs> I don't necessarily. You love Brian I, Burke. I like him sometimes, and other times we have our differences. But he said, you know, more mistakes are made on those two days, you know? Yeah. Trade deadline day and free agency day. Yeah. There are more mistakes made on those two days than any other day of the year. Yeah, well, and, and this, will, this, will be, this, will be, this will be no exception. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Somebody's going to blow their brains out to get guys, and they're not going to win. Patrick Kane it has that written all over it for me. Somebody blowing their brains out to get Patrick Kane. And, I'm not sure you're and, blowing your brains out, though. No. I, eh? Well, I mean... Chicago's kind of over a barrel, I guess. Well, they are now. Now, yeah. that, now that the Rangers went out and got Tarasenko. Yeah. Did you hear what he said about it? I did. Yeah. I mean, he was bitter. He yeah. was bitter. So now, you know, now yeah. he's he's probably, his value is a little lower now. It's a good point. It's a good point. Yep. So. What do you think? You want to get out of here? You got any anything more to talk about? No, I think, I, think, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Well, we were concise this week. That's for sure. What? How, how long are we? 44 minutes and 40 seconds. Is that all? That's it. Well, we should think of something else to talk about then, shouldn't we? Well, we already talked about Kunk on Earth. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> something on hockey. Something on hockey. What's going on in hockey that we can talk about that's relevant right now other than trades and that kind of stuff? I can tell tales from the Fed. No. No, I don't want to. Did hear you that. see did you see by the way Bruce Boudreaux was a special guest at a Mississippi Seawolves no. uh, game? Was he? Yeah. yeah. 
because uh, apparently he coached there. Oh apparently yeah, he, he got to start did. coaching. He probably there. did. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so he's a special guest there. Nice. So all the all the Toronto fans that were hoping that Gabby would come to Toronto, I was like, well, you're too late. He's coaching the Mississippi Sea Wolves because <laughs> <laughs> they were very like uh, they were very um, cagey about their announcement. They were just like welcoming back Bruce Boudreaux. They didn't say like just like yeah. for a game to wave at the audience right, kind of right, thing, right, right? Right. So I just kind of screenshotted that and sent it to some Leafs fans. That if I know. you're ever if you're ever gonna going to fire Sheldon Keith, I don't think Bruce Boudreaux's the guy. Well, as a, as another I mean, friend go, said to me, it's like Barry Trotz, right? Like you you go after Barry. Trotz. You've got a team that's notorious for not getting out of the first round, and then you hire the coach that's notorious for not getting get out of the first yeah, round, not, yeah, or the second. Like yeah. more more accurately, the second. He's had a lot of trouble getting out of that one. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, with coaching, it's always just fit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's always fit, and 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 one of the reasons why I like Barry Trotz is because he fit with Washington, and he fit with the Islanders, and he fit like he, I just. There's never been a team that he's coached where you go, well, that was a bad fit. Yeah. It's not like watching Torts on Vancouver where you just think, geez, like who, yeah. who, who thought pos- of this? Who sat around yeah. the boardroom and yeah, it was yeah. like, you know, you know what a good idea perfect. would be? Yeah. 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 Mike, now, Mike Keenan in Calgary. That's a good idea. Right. Now, like, I mean, now Torts in Columbus was a great fit for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it was great. And, yeah. uh, and, and Torts in Philly, I feel like. Could be a good fit. It still could be a good fit. Sure, it could. Sure, yeah. it could. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyways, it's it, it, the thing that I like about Trotz is that he just seems to fit everywhere he goes. Yeah. And uh, if he's got offensive guns, he knows how to use them. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, he mm-hmm. knows how to coach that as well. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like the the narrative of him just being a just just a boring defense first coach. No. I don't think that that's no. accurate. No. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Uh, He's had boring defense first teams in Nashville and the Islanders. But yeah, you're right. Exactly. He coached yeah. to the team that he had and got success out of it. I, but I think that Boudreaux would be a, a fit in Toronto. As an assistant, but as a, a Boudreaux or Trotz? Boudreaux. Okay. Believe it or not, I got the name right this time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can I say why? Uh, I have to go for a P, so make it quick. Okay. Uh, the only reason why I say that is because I think that... Uh, it's just it's just a great fit, and Toronto's built to have to outscore their problems. Yeah, and so why not get the coach that knows how to get guys outscoring everything? Yeah, but that's that's not sustainable. It's not a sustainable model. I don't know if it's not, it's not. No. Anyways, my back teeth are floating now, so I gotta go. All right, check out KenCampbell.substack.com. <laughs> check us out on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to leave a review. Check us out on Twitter at HockeyNoFilter at Ken underscore Campbell twenty seven. Of course, at underscore Dylan Wah. Ken's going for a pee.